hi guys welcome again to tales by henry my name is henry and i will be sharing bits of my favorite things which include teach talk and travel yeah so today's episode is just a continuation of the previous episode about moving to england in the united kingdom but i'll be breaking it down into three segments so i'll be focusing on today things to do after arriving in england so today i'm going to focus on study while i'm looking at study visits and work so if you're going to the uk to either study visit or work things to do on arrival i'll share them with you and hopefully they would come in handy so today i'll be focusing on study like i said earlier so obviously like i mentioned in my previous one after arriving coming up from the airport finding your way to immigration to have your passport stamped then you get into the system you come out of the airport to get a train or a taxi that will take you i also mentioned in the previous episode that you need to be prepared for the british life that's the british weather it can be really really different from your home country especially if you're coming from a tropical area also the british weather is usually not stable today it could be sunny next minute rainy the next minute it's cold so try as much as possible to be very well prepared make sure you're dressed warm when you realize it's cold and also have an umbrella in handy when it's pause or when it rains also the next thing you need to be doing after coming out from the airport is to obviously when you get into the taxi you'll be going to your accommodation so you would have your accommodation sorted if you applied through the school accommodation routes then there will be someone who will take you depending on the university you're applying to there will always be someone that will direct you to where you'll be going to and also push you through on how things work in that accommodation the university accommodation is usually it differs actually from from cities sometimes you have like a it comes like a safe comfortable area where you have like a room you've got like a private bathroom and toilets and also a kitchen all to yourself some other times you could just have just your room to yourself then you'll be sharing the kitchen and probably bathroom or the toilets so like i said it differs from halls of residence and all that and also if you be renting an apartment it depends as well if you would like to have like a shared room or to have a one room all to yourself where you have your own kitchenettes have your own bathroom have your own toilets also some other people would rather prefer to have their accommodation self-catered for so they'll be literally be in charge of everything happening in that house while some other people would have it catered which means someone would be taking care of the place you'd have like a cleaner a cook and things like that so it actually all depends on what kind of accommodation you'd be getting when you arrive in the uk a very important one as well is to make sure you register at a local gp so wherever your house is located or wherever your university is if you live in close to the university there's usually like a health center like a health center where you can actually register so all you need to do 
is to find your closeness GP and you need to fill out the form put in certain information it all depends on what national you are to what nationality you come from there are certain things that there are certain documents that have been recommended or would be asked of yourself so try and get familiar with what is being asked so you can provide that fill out the form send it over to them then you would get a notification that your application has been approved obviously if you've paid for a visa fee the health that's the health the health surcharge that's the nhs health surcharge would actually cover up for your nhs or your health care fee so try and get familiar with the environment to be able to know the closest gp to yourself so it's always very key and always very important for you to be registered just in case you need to use the health services now the next thing you should be looking at is purchasing a sim card obviously so i think that's a very key one most people actually get it as soon as they leave the airport so they can inform their families and friends that they've arrived now with social media is actually very easy so people would either whatsapp skype or do the google hangouts to just notify their family friends that they're safe and sound they've arrived in the uk and you and just keep up keep your family updated with things you're doing it's very important to get a sim card so you can have a uk number to be able to put that on forms forms and other things or up other application documents because this will be required when you move over to the uk so it's very important for you to have a mobile sim card that's on your mobile phone to have a sim card on your mobile phone some actually come for free there's some companies some mobile companies i do know libara you have to apply online you'd have to apply online. and also give gaff there's so many of them give gaff three libara o2 so many of them you can walk into a store if you want that's walk into one of your stores tell them what you want and there's so many amazing flexible plans that you could get so you could have like a data service have three minutes free calls and limited services and different things like that it would also help if you're an international student for you to get a best plan for you to be able to call your home country because sometimes the bills can be pretty pricey so it's good for you to be able to know what plan would suit you better and would also help you out in saving money now the next thing you need to be considering or the next thing you need to do when you arrive the uk on a study visa or for studying is for you to set up a bank account so you need to get a bank find out what the requirements are for you to be able to set up a bank account as a student you'd be able to pay your bills also of course the most important one is to keep your money safe and also prevents being charged too much because imagine you having to spend something in your own foreign currency then you need to change money and do so many things in order for you to convert it to a pound sterling for you to pay so it's always very good for you to have a bank account that will, the uk bank accounts and that would help you put some money in and yeah you'd be able to start transact start transaction that's monthly financial transaction as soon as you arrive then there are different 
document required to open a bank account in the uk i do know you need to show like you have to have like a form of id so it could be your international passport or probably the visa student visa that's proof of being a student you also need an address home address and also private address so you'd also need to have like um income of course income proof so you need to show them that you've got money to put into the bank and you also have to come in in person to be able to sign all the documents and all that it's usually very easy and you'll be given a bank card in order for you to be able to start withdrawing money straight away or to be able to make use of your own money yeah also one other thing you should also be looking out for is to find out how you'd be transporting yourself around especially if your accommodation is not close to classes school or your university or if you have to go into town or go out of town and things like that so if you're not buying a car straight away yeah some people actually can afford to if you can afford to well get a car and carry on but if you can't afford to then you have to see how you can get cheap day riders week savers and so many things there's so many public transport ticket savers that you could get that would save you so much money moving around it's usually subsidized for students so it's always very good way to ask a bus driver or you could go into a health service place like for a transport health service place and someone will be more than willing to push you through and also give advice on what's best for you and this would definitely save you so much money because you'll be able to know what ticket is best for you and what you could do in order for you to move around town stress-free also it is very important for you to know that if you're planning on getting a job while studying you'd be needing a national insurance number popularly known as nino so you'd need this number to apply for jobs in order for them to be able to tax you literally you so you have to be on the system the company you'd be working for would ask for a national insurance number so you need to apply for that it's really easy if you go online to the hmrc website you'll be able to see numbers or different information or email addresses you could contact to tell them your reason for being in the uk and what why um why you'd need, be needing a national insurance number and you'd have to tell them you're looking currently looking to apply for jobs and you'll be needing the national insurance number for you to be able to do that so usually what they'll do they'll ask for a valid address in order for them to be able to send out the form to so they'll send out the form through the post and all you need to do is fill out this form when they arrive at the post and send it back to them this letter they usually send usually come with like a an envelope which already has like a return address all you need to do is fill the form put it back into the return address and just put it in one of those boxes that's you'd see the red red post boxes outside it's usually free because these are return return envelopes all you need to do is put that down there i don't know if that has changed but if you do go on the hmrc website and look for how to apply for your national insurance number you'd be able to see all the information regarding that and they will get back to you contact you with your national insurance number and this number would enable you to be able to work at a job so you give that to them when you eventually get taken and that would be what they would be using to make payments 
for your salary and things. Also, it's also very important above all this, if you're planning on working on a study visa, for you to be able to know how many hours you're entitled to. Usually at the moment is 20 hours per week while studying, obviously. So you need to be able to know you can't work beyond that or above the hours. So you need to know it's 20 hours and you stick to that hours and also make sure that whatever you're doing is not taking so much of your time because obviously priority comes first, which is schooling. So you focus on the reason why you're there in order for you to excel in both ways. So yeah, that seems to be all for now for the whole study visa and study visa on things to do when you arrive in the UK. Our next one would be focusing on the visit visa and the subsequent one would be on the work visa. So I just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. See you on the next one. Bye for now. Bye.